Well, it's gone exactly 26 minutes after the hour. And with the CAF elections now in less than two weeks, there are some developments, though, that are happening within the title race. It might be news that will be music to Patrice Matipa's supporters and to his own ears, in fact. It was widely reported now yesterday. Uh, there had been speculation around it. I think it was also touted at the, at the launch of his campaign or the news conference that was held last week. Um, yeah, it was widely reported that there's a deal that's been engineered by the FIFA president, Gian Infantino. Uh, that deal involving the two candidates, Ahmed Tanya has of Mauritania, as well as Augustine Sengo of Senegal, agreeing to serve under Mutsipe, who would then be the president. Now, unfortunately for Ivory Coast Jacques Canuma, he would then be left out in the cold, if that was the case. Uh, so then the path to a smoother and smoother transfer to Dr. Matsipa ahead of what would be his biggest day in football administration and what would surely be a massive win as well for South Africa as a whole. But it's what I say versus what is happening. And that is why we always bring in the experts. We bring in the people that have been reporting, following, that are deep, deep, deep into the happenings when it comes to the CAF election. We're going to go live to Kenya. We've got the independent football professional journalist. That's uh, Francis Gaitho on the line. Francis, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Good evening, Robert. Thanks for having me. What would you describe, Francis, is this period as we anticipate in within two weeks' time the election of a new president of CAF? Is it an election like any other election, or as I've alluded, things might be slightly different? And how authentic is that news? Well, we are seeing unprecedented uh, goings-on in this election. It's very unique um, by, you know, by, by all standards. We have not seen or witnessed what, what has happened or in previous elections. Um, the stakes are high. People are campaigning with private jets. We haven't seen that before. Um, candidates are jostling for positions. Um, I think the transition into a full-blown multi-party era uh, in the context of CAF uh, has precipitated all this activity. Uh, previously, or oh, in 2017, we were transitioning from what would have been described as a dictatorship kind of regime. And so there, was, there, were, there were few people, everyone was just weighing their options or waiting it out. But now, since everyone saw, like, you know, Ahmad got in and, you know, basically I can also do it. And so that's why the field, we can say, is crowded with uh, presidential candidates um yeah so everything is unprecedented we, we we have not witnessed what 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 we are seeing right now what we are seeing francis is it something that is good for the african game is it something that is bound to change the landscape and improve it or would you say it's taking us backwards i you know by the by the mere fact that all these resources are being expended uh, for these elections it you know it creates a lot of suspicion i mean 
what do these people want with football? Uh, is it a vehicle for, you know, do they want to, first of all, help improve it and, you know, change the fortunes? Uh, do they want to use it for personal gain? Do they want to use it for geopolitical purposes like, you know, uh, diplomacy? Do they want to use it to further their own business interests? So, you know, it's, it's all confusing because if you, if you check uh, or if you had time to check all the manifestos, they are all basically saying, you know, one and the same thing. So, and we always say, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And the fine detail is that uh, we, we, we all don't know what, what the stakes are. They know for themselves. Uh, they know why they are spending all this time and money on the elections. Um, and I hope it's for the benefit, uh, but I'm not, you know, holding my breath. Uh, I'm not holding my breath. Oh. Before we bring in the role that FIFA seems to be wanting to play or is playing or is not supposed to play or should play, I, I don't know. You're going to help me through that one. Let, let, let's zero in on what an independent perspective like yours would be and what the greater continent, even outside of the borders of Kenya, uh, the perspective and perception of a person like Dr. Patrice Matipe would be and his involvement. How, how is the continent looking at him as a possible candidate or possible CAF president? Uh, I think the initial news was received with a lot of optimism, considering that uh, Dr. Motsepe is an outsider. He is not... Uh, what what you can say like connected to the football cartels or football administrative uh, cliques so he looked like an outsider uh, so the initial response was you know that optimism that hey we have like a business person uh, who has corporate experience who has networks who has a catalog of achie achievements with uh, mamelodi sundowns so that was the that was the the, the view then and then uh, i think now uh, with all the news of coming in of the interference of the backroom deals i think people are starting to like say hey wait let's let's wait a minute like i think uh, dr motsepe dr motsepe's credentials are enough to get him the cast presidency without all these backroom deals so there's mixed reactions, especially as we get closer to the election day. When you say, and, and, and you said it a few times, that initially there was that air, Francis, of maybe something new, something fresh, maybe something dynamic to come into football if he does get in and become the president of, of CAF. Is there now a stronger feeling that this is being aided and abetted by the man who's in charge of football globally by the name of uh, Gianni Infantino, the FIFA president, and that he is engineering it to be the case so that the two who are running with them then become the two that become his, his deputy presidents or vice presidents? Uh, clearly, this is a script uh, written by Gianni Infantino. Uh, I think we first started getting a hint of their proximity, of their close proximity during the World Economic Forum in Davos uh, 
last year and uh, they were seen together with President Trump. We didn't initially put two and two together, but it was clear they were creating some kind of, you know, uh, bond. Uh, and now it seems that Gianni Infantino has uh, left, like previously his support of uh, Motsepe was very hidden and covert, but within the last one week, especially after his uh, supposed meeting with uh, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa uh, in Cape Town, I think after initially, uh, immediately after that meeting, he escalated his support and he's no longer hiding. He immediately convened or he had Morocco FA convene the other candidates to offer what is now being called the Rabat Protocol. Uh, so, so yes, he's no longer hiding, and I think that's the message that Gianni Infantino is delivering to heads of state in the countries that he's visiting. In your opinion, if somebody like a FIFA president, and he knows the value of the votes, Francis, of what it would mean to get votes from the continent of Africa, Yet in the past, we've seen that even despite those votes going through, the lot of African football has not improved. The fact that we still consume, um, as you would know, more of the European type of football. So you and I would see on our TV screens more of the Champions League, Europa League, and all kinds of football uh, from outside of the continent. And yet we have our very own, you know, CAF Confed Cup, our CAF Champions League, and yet there's very little of that that gets shown right here on the continent. I mean, things like that, surely if there is to be an improvement, that is where things should begin. Because if we're not highlighting and profiling our own football on the continent, then who on earth is going to do that? Yes, which is uh, the contradiction here. Uh, Gianni Infantino wants Patrice Motsepe as a president of CAF because he knows Motsepe is busy handling his business. So he cannot be a day-to-day -day kind of like president. And with that vacuum, uh, I think Gianni Infantino was pushing for Fatma Samura, the current uh, Secretary General of FIFA, to become a permanent Secretary General of CAF. Uh, you will remember she had a six-month stint between 2019 uh, to oh. 22, early 2020, and it is within that period that Lagadea, the Lagadea Sports and Entertainment uh, Company contract was cancelled, and because of that, Supersport stopped televising uh, the CAF uh, Champions League qualifiers and whatnot. And that vacuum has been felt until recently when we were having the Chan and all these other tournaments that Africans in sub -Sahara, in the sub-Saharan part cannot be able to follow the matches because of a misguided decision taken by the CAF Executive Committee in November of 2019, which was done with the delusional speculation. Uh, you know, the, the, they had assumed that CAF CAF's uh, properties were in high demand and that the Chinese wanted them. And so they immediately terminated Lagadea without even having another deal on the table. And now African football is suffering. So what, what are Africans forced to do? You're forced to go back to your EPL. But don't forget that this particular crisis was created by the same person 
who is now bringing us a candidate and telling us they want to make African football great again. So you create a problem and now you pretend to provide a solution for us. I mean, it's all confusing. I'm loving the conversation. Do stick around. Do feel free to ask a couple of questions as well because we will continue after the break um, as we try and delve into these uh, next uh, two weeks that are going to be ahead of us uh, as we start the preparations, which I'm sure for the candidates started a long time ago. But the reality for all of us uh, is starting to dawn uh, that within the next two weeks, the new CAF president will be announced and it's possibly, as things stand, as the analysis is going, uh, likely to be uh, the doctor himself, Dr. Patrice Mutsipa, 0607080484. Hi, Rob, it's the Boko here. It's very concerning, Rob, that you have uh, uh, Gian Infantino interfering with the uh, presidential elections. I think uh, all the federations have uh, shown their support and put forward the names of their preferred candidates and those should be allowed to go into the polls and let Africa decide uh, 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 who they want to lead this federation going uh, into the future because if FIFA starts to interfere then it means that uh, Africa will be managed from the headquarters of uh, Zurich not in Egypt as Africa would have preferred. Thanks Rob. Rob, Tony from Bulugwani leadership accountability reliability transparency that's all you ask for leadership positions african football has been dying it's time we revive ourselves at the big stage thank you happy belated mr marawa good evening uh, you know i fully support the uh, mr petrus motsipe to becoming the next CAF president more especially because it's from the southern african region though he never ran any football association but what can we say especially when the people like infantino are behind him maybe they know what he can do thank you mr marawa it's moses mukwena canada extension 4 in uh tembisa Right, Moses, thank you so much indeed. Also go to the comments there from Tebocho. Uh, then the one very powerful one saying, you know, leadership, transparency. Uh, those are all uh, the key components that uh, Africa and African football desire because that's what's been lacking. That's what's been missing. And that's what we want to get back in terms of uh, the, the, the running of the game on the continent. Uh, we are chatting to Francis Gaitho, who's the independent football professional journalist coming through live from Kenya. Uh, I know that with modern technology, it sounds like, you know, he's sitting right here next to me. He is as loud and clear as possible. Maybe let me not jinx that. Uh, but loving the content simply because the direction, the independence of mind, and also just uh, getting a different perspective about what's happening on the ground and what is happening. So a lot of you are commenting on social media platforms. Uh, do form a part of that. Do send those voice notes uh, as well so that you can even ask the questions. You can give us a call, 089-110-3377, and um, you know, let's deal with this. Let's ask the important questions because it's going to affect you, me, and everybody else. And if we are taking a different direction in terms of african football what is that kind of direction that we desire for the continent uh, because we've been really really poor all around you made mention earlier francis about ahmed and uh, we are and you know pretty much aware that currently the appeal is on the go and it's on the go 
simply because his legal team is, is trying to push for an outcome before this election so that if it is a favorable one, uh, then Ahmed Ahmed's name will then be put into the hat for the running of this. Is that an accurate uh, description of what we currently await here, Francis? Yes, we are waiting uh, the cast ruling. Um, it should come out any time from tomorrow. But uh, as regards to Ahmad, you know, as an individual, I think his time and, you know, his, his period in football and especially in CAF is over because his key pillars and the key men who supported his presidency, uh, he drew uh, a, a, an enormous amount of support from Morocco, um, they've already like turned his turned their backs on him. Uh, in the last executive committee, which was held in Yaounde, attended by amongst others Danny Jordan, the president of uh, Safa, uh, they all told him off. They all told him it's time for him to go. Uh, they told him he cannot come in between the elections, uh, and even if uh, whatever outcome, he may delay it, or he may derail it, or he may slightly, you know, cause some disruption. But him as a person, he he has no. I think everyone has already picked their side. Uh, FIFA has already done its groundwork because, you know, FIFA uses a combination of uh, uh, threats and intimidation and also coercion and also even bribery to some extent because what they tell federations is uh, we won't audit your FIFA forward accounts if you, if you vote favorably, if you vote how we want. Uh, in other cases, they will tell you, oh, uh, like there are so many FA presidents who are supposed to be banned, for mm. instance. Ahmad uh, traveled with uh, a group of FA presidents to, uh, to Mecca uh, in the Umrah, and that particular incident was what was cited by the FIFA Ethics Committee when they were dispensing their ban on Ahmad. So all these other presidents, because you cannot just ban the giver, you have to ban the giver and the recipient. So all these FA presidents are due to be banned, but... For some weird reason here and there, they are told, no, we won't ban you, you just, uh, just as, as long as you vote uh, for our preference. So that's the kind of capture that CAF is under FIFA, and especially under Gianni Infantino's rule. Uh, yes. It's awkward, though, to still be able to know that those kind of practices are still happening, Francis, because I don't know if it's the design of how the election happens, uh, that encourages all of these brown envelopes uh, to become a, a directive. I mean, it, it's something, as you would know, we speak very frequently uh, with Mamadou Gay, and he's usually at the coalface of, of, of what happens. You know, sometimes he, he would love uh, an Issa Hayato, sometimes he wouldn't, you know, but that's Mamadou. We always enjoy chatting to him here, but he's always highlighted to us the fact that the, the issue of brown envelopes is there. Does the structure of this election... Uh, within two weeks, also open that gap, Francis, that such can still happen, underhanded activity going on behind closed doors. What What is happening is I don't think there are any, because, you know, there's been a lot of uh, attention and publicity as regards to brown envelopes and the gifts. I don't think uh, they are going to be so overt or so outright uh, what FIFA is doing uh, is they, for instance, there was a corona or COVID fund uh, which they dispensed 
uh, at the mid mid last year and federations would be given and they know the weakness of some of the fa presidents especially as regards to their inability to be transparent and accountable so they know all these weaknesses and they know which particular president has flouted their accounting uh, uh, processes so they will let they will uh, knowingly allow that fa president to squander the money and then they will then uh, meet them at another forum and tell them like hey we know you're gonna do this we want to ban you but if you vote this way especially when it comes to global issues like when they are voting for you know something in the fifa congress uh, if you vote this way then perhaps uh, we, we might reconsider your case. And that has been how FIFA has been uh, running football and running Africa uh, with an iron fist. From your knowledge, with the proposal that we spoke about earlier, do we know for certain if an Augustine Sengo as well as an Ahmadiyya have agreed to this deal that's been brokered? Okay, this is what happened. Uh, uh, well, the, everything went step by step. Uh, Gianni Infantino was in South Africa attending the COSAFA AGM. Then immediately after the AGM, all the FA presidents were left. Uh, Gianni Infantino and uh, uh, Dr. Patrice Motsepe took the jet and flew to Cape Town and met uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa. Uh, actually, even uh, the president of SAFA made to you know I was I was made aware today that he wasn't even part of that meeting, and then immediately after that, uh, Gianni Infantino announced that he's going to Morocco. Uh, then on 26th, uh, or rather immediately after, the Federation of Morocco was asked to invite all the other candidates, uh, you know, apart from Dr. Motsepe. And all of them were invited to Morocco to go and have a discussion with FIFA. Most of them did not know the particular agenda. They just thought it was, you know, just harmonizing rules uh, and laws of procedure. Uh, so I think uh, Jack Anuma was the first one to arrive on 26th. Uh, he was offered, uh, you know, he was offered a position of being a special advisor to the president of CAF. Uh, a situation where which he did not really agree with. Um, also, Augustine Senghor uh, was offered the first vice presidency. What I can tell you for sure is Senghor did neither confirm nor deny. He just told uh, Gianni Infantino that, hey, my because my president had already authorized me to go for this particular high seat, I have to go and consult with him. Uh, which is the same case with Anuma. Anuma made calls to his country, and uh, I think the head of state was uh, was traveling, and he was told, just come back to Ivory Coast, and then we are going to meet later, and then we can discuss, and we can come up with a common solution. But as for Yahya, I think uh, Yahya was, was sold from, from day one, because we've been touting the Motsepe Yahya candidature for, for, for a couple of weeks now. Is, is there proof, though? Because I know what a, <laughs> what a hard-working journalist you are, Francis, and I know that the investigative stuff is, is also uh, from the work that I've seen uh, of yours. You, you go into very thorough detail uh, with it, and that is where the credibility issue is so solid on your side. Is, 
the evidence, though, is, are, are these things on paper? Did one of the candidates maybe show somebody, show you, show anybody to say, well, this is the deal that was broken. Here's the proof. Because these um, candidates, I would imagine if they go back to, let's say, their presidents, do they just have word of mouth or they bring something that's written down, an offer of some sort? When you know when you're doing this kind of host trading is almost like uh, diplomacy, geopolitical kind of like diplomacy. Right. Uh, what what they will never really put anything official on paper. They'll just give you you know the the, the scenario. They'll draw you up the scenario. Uh, probably they'll draft something. I'll give you I'll give you one thing. There was one time there was a Cairo agreement uh, in, when there was a football crisis in, in Kenya and actually Dr. Ivan Koza had come to broker it and we called it the Cairo agreement which was a Sepp Blatter and Hire 2 in 2006 and literally an agreement was drafted on, on like a, a napkin, on a napkin because that's, that's the nature of these agreements. You, you don't want to commit and overcommit because the principles are normally not there because the decisions are made by other people. So the legwork in this particular case uh, in Morocco was being done by uh, 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 Gianni Infantino's assistant, he's called Matthias Grafstrom, and uh, the head of Africa, he's called Veron Mosengo Omba. All of them are confirmed in, uh, to be in Rabat. Uh, finally, I think, uh, well, not finally, but Jack Anuma had released a statement today alluding to some level of uh, intimidation and coercion uh, where he said that uh, uh, he's, he had received an email from uh, the governance committee of FIFA where he was asked to verify claims which appeared in one of the blogs saying that uh, the, uh, the government of Ivory Coast had funded his, his campaign to the tune of 15.3 million euros. And he said uh, that, you know, he, he didn't understand where all of this came from. Uh, be, and, and, and the double standards of Gianni Infantino then come to play because if you look yesterday, the England bid already said that they are going to commit four million, uh, four million pounds uh, to, to promote the, the, world, the joint World Cup and uh, England and Ireland bid. So, uh, you know, uh, the, he, he, he was caught off guard by this, but he mm. always knew there was going to be some level of intimidation and coercion. I think at some point, uh, one of the FIFA negotiators had threatened to withdraw AFCON 2023, which is uh, due to be held in Ivory Coast. Uh, but they'll never write these things because if they do, then uh, they're going to create a mess for them afterwards. I mean, it, it, it sounds like there's they, they, so much that's happening behind the scenes, Francis. It sounds like there's, there's, a, there's a bigger game at play, which is not even within the African continent, but is more on a global stage. But the, the, the need for Africa to, to drive it uh, is in the forefront. Um, you would have followed what happened last week in the... Uh, at the Santon Convention Center with uh, Dr. Patrice Matipa, the pronouncements that were being made, um, and also how he responded uh, to, you know, the, the deals. I think there was even a time when, uh, you know, he spoke about the misinformation and misconception and misrepresentations um, of his candidacy, especially in line with the so-called interference that is coming through from Gianni Infantino. What did you make of that, and was it convincing from your side? The, the problem is not really from Dr. Motsepe's side. Uh, right. 
you can see him. He's been thrust into a high-stakes game which uh, he's not very familiarized, uh, you know, he's not very oriented to. Uh, I think Gianni Infantino is playing very many games. He plays games with Saudi, he plays games with Qatar, he plays games with Russia, with China. And what he does, or what he's doing in Africa, he's trying to consolidate political capital so that he can retrade it uh, to, to, to other interested parties. Normally, it is the wealthy nations. Look at who, who is uh, funding his travels. He's traveling with a Qatar executive private jet, which he traveled with, with also in uh, 2017. And then you ask yourself, okay, you connect the dots and see, hey, the, the CAF super, super, super Cup is played in Qatar. Uh, you know, you, 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 you know that he's the one who who has the, the, the cards. He's the one who is playing and all, everyone else is his puppet. He's the, he's the puppeteer. Everyone else is, 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 his, uh, is his puppet. You know, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. Just, you know, the, the, the volume of information that's uh, coming through loud and clear. Um, we're going to break away, Francis, if you, if you don't mind. Uh, maybe you can have a, a cup of, of tea, water. Uh, we've got a news bulletin right now at the top of the hour uh, that we're going into. Wendy Lemtana on Twitter says that we need someone um, who would give African soccer exposure to get recognition that it deserves because this continent has got great players to grace the world football. We want to see development uh, surfaces to improve our soccer and also Motsipe's manifesto is in line uh, to take football far. Um, Mbuso was saying that I don't blame Gian Infantino for starting to show um, uh, but as Africans we remain very vigilant about our upcoming CAF president and uh, we know uh, he is for us and he will work for us and not for Infantino. I, I, I do thank you. So I'll take a lot of those uh, tweets. And also don't forget to send us uh, your voice notes. Uh, we are going to be taking some of your reaction as well uh, to this really, really intriguing uh, chat. Long overdue, um, but one that is highly info in information-driven, uh, so to speak. So it's 060-708-0484. That's the WhatsApp voice note number. Uh, let me give you a quick score update here with uh, the DSTV Premiership Games uh, uh, that have in the most, yes, they've all ended uh, a short while ago. Amazulu, the final score, Amazulu 1, Supersport United 0, Maritzburg United 1, Black Leopards 0. And uh, for Maritzburg, it was Ukutumela who converted a penalty deep into referee's optional time uh, to give them the full three points then. So Orlando Pirates, yeah, they take that 1-0 victory up until the end of the game. Fortune Makaringe uh, having scored there from a Marco assist. And then we had a TSA Galaxy uh, taking on Swallows. Well, Tim Sugazi came onto the chairman's chair last week, Thursday. He got energized and he went and beat Swallows. Yeah. Difficult to say, but yeah, Swallows who've had such a good run have had such a good run. Uh, that run coming to an end with TS Galaxy 2-1 uh, victors against Swallows. Uh, Umbata and Fransman scoring you know, in the 84th and 87th minute, hey, Bevan Fransman, who would have ever thought at the age of 37? So great result there for TS Galaxy. All right, stop of the hour. The princess is here. Yes, and Musa. Good day, Robbie. Uh, Rob, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, Mutsepe's interest in, in terms of being a presidential candidate 
for, for, for the CAF position. It's part of politics, correctly so. It's part of geological politics. It's part of himself, Rob, with an intention of expanding his business network through football, Rob. He's using our beautiful game as a vehicle, Rob. So it's not about passion for, for sport. He, he, he was never a, an administrator for that matter, Rob. So you need to know what you do when you, when you participate at that level, Rob. Thank you, uh, Lonobo Kolisi from Kabeha. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. Thank you so much for the show. The fact that Gianni Infantino is endorsing Dr. Motsepe to be the next CAF president should not be seen as a bad thing at all. We are all aware of the fact that Dr. Motsepe is the perfect candidate for the position. Africa is backing him, the FIFA president is backing him, and that can only mean that the fact that he has close relationships with the FIFA president means that he has close relationships with the rest of the world when it comes to football. That can only enable him to become a better leader that will contribute towards making African football better for each and every single person on the African continent. This is Jack in Midrand. Hi, Rob and your listeners. Uh, this is Sibiso from Newcastle. Rob, I think the interference, the so-called interference uh, in the CAF elections by Gian Infantino, it's uh, it's good for African football. It's a good in- interference in a way uh, because we all know uh, uh, <coughs> Patrice Mutsipe's, uh, uh what is it? Um, administrative credentials africa will will thank fifa one day for providing them with the world-class administrator like uh uh Mutsipe. yeah i know now it doesn't seem that way but it will be good for africa for Mutsipe to be the CAF president and i'm not saying this because I'm South African, but I'm saying this as a football lover, African football lover. Thanks, Rob. Zibiso from Newcastle. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. And this is G from Soweto. Uh, in terms of this presidency, uh, it's one and the same thing because when you look at it this way, Munsiba doesn't have the experience. He never ran any football association. Does the money qualifies him to lead? When you look at these other African uh, leaders, do you think those guys, they won't want to keep that position for quite a long time? At the very same time, Gian Infantino, you know, then they want to exploit us as Africa. So either way, we are going to get hit, whether we like it or not. Thanks, Mr. Marawa, Chief from Soweto.
0607080484. That's the WhatsApp voice note number. Lots of your voice notes are coming through. Lots of interest and and people listening very attentively to every single word uh, that independent football professional journalist uh, uh, Francis Gaitho, live from Kenya, is uh, chatting to us here on Metro FM as well as Radio 2000 countrywide here uh, in South Africa and also worldwide. It is Marawa Sports Worldwide. And um, I, I do thank you for your indulgence, Francis. I, I am made aware that I have to release you in the next uh, three minutes because you've got another uh, interview that is lined up for then. What can you leave us with? As South Africans, you heard the voice notes, all of them saying uh, very positive things about um, Dr. Patrice Matsipe. And I think Jack was also very straightforward with his uh, analysis, saying that uh, Gianni endorsing uh, should not be seen as a bad thing uh, because he is the right candidate for this job. Uh, Spusiso was even saying that interference is good, you know, and that Africa will thank FIFA one day uh, for giving them a leader like uh, Patrice Matsipe. Lolo as well uh, was, was talking about. About uh, the Mutsipa interest, you know, partly politics, saying, you know, what you were saying earlier on, Francis. But as, as a takeout and as a, a final powerful thought that you would want to leave us with in all of these um, issues and scenarios that have been happening and what you've reported on today, w- what can you tell us? Um, I'd like to first draw the, my, my, the attention to the callers who are saying that Gianni Infantino is doing Africa a favor and remind them that he's the one who brought Ahmad. First of all, he came with a narrative that Ahmad has overstayed in office, Ahmad is a dictator, and Ahmad is, no, uh, Hayatu, sorry, Hayatu has stayed in office, Hayatu is a dictator, and he had propped up Ahmad. He literally did the same routine that he's doing now. He flew to different countries. One of them was Zimbabwe, where they celebrated a phantom birthday party for Dr. Philip Shiangwa. Uh, but that was a campaign event, uh, disguised as a birthday party. And, you know, he's the one who brought Ahmad to CAF. He's the one who expended his political and financial capital to ensure that Ahmad got into office. Now, there is no way that the same person using the same strategy can come and tell the same voters that, oh, he's not even having the courtesy or the temerity to admit that he made a a mistake. He's just coming and saying, oh, I have now a new solution. We've never had time to interrogate him. Why did you pick on Ahmad? Well, there was a pool of other people you could have uh, selected from, Uh, people who had more integrity. Why did you keep quiet when Ahmad was committing all these uh, crimes? Why why did you send Fatma Samura to protect him uh, in Cairo? And why why will you, because Gianni has a, a habit of using and dumping individuals once he's, he's, uh, he's, he's had enough of them. Uh, how sure are South Africans that this is not the case, that Motsepe is being set up to be used and dumped? Remember that uh, Motsepe is, is, is quite green in this uh, political game. He's, he's very shrewd and he's dealing with very shrewd and very narcissistic people like Gianni Infantino. What guarantee do South Africans have that he, he won't be betrayed? So you have to look at it from all dimensions. Don't look at it from just one narrative. Uh, maybe Motsepe is being set up to fail uh, so that uh, another candidate can be propped up later, uh, God knows when. Remember that Gianni Infantino always has bait on somebody. So right now he knows that there were concerns about uh, Patrice Motsepe's 50th anniversary celebrations, that he invited the three presidents, that that constitutes to bribery and uh, awarding gifts. He knows he can 
capture uh, Motsepe with that particular line. But he's allowing him to proceed, to proceed, so that the day when Motsepe shows even a flare of independence, then they are going to dangle that particular uh, matter and uh, having banned or suspended. And it is bad for Motsepe coming from the successful business world to then uh, to be thrusted in the murky world of football where his reputation is being soiled with unnecessary bans, which were all choreographed by somebody in Zurich who is just pursuing his own means and ends. So South Africans need to look at this matter in, you know, three-dimension, multi-dimension. You don't have to look at it from the positive side. Look at it from the fact that we know Infantino. We know he's the one who has brought CAF to a standstill. We know he's the one who made Lagadea cancel their agreement. We know he's the one who kept armored there. Uh, he's refused to ban the FA presidents who have committed crimes. And uh, he has nothing to offer Africa. So South Africans, I would just... Uh, plead with you to stay woke. Uh, you have a very good asset there by Dr. Patrice Motsepe. Uh, if you are uh, releasing him to go to football politics, you must be alert. You must be aware of the people he's going to deal with. These are sharks. Uh, they don't care. Uh, we saw uh, Gianni Infantino let even his best friends, the people, the people who first endorsed him before anyone else the people who said Gianni Infantino will be president the Africa because they were from Africa there was a guy from uh, uh, from uh, South Sudan called Chabur there was Musa Biliti they stood and said that we, Gianni Infantino we are going to give him votes they went against the grain they were but he he betrayed them and he banned them he doesn't care this guy this guy is just there for himself so don't let your Motsepe, who is a national asset in your country, be dragged by somebody who is, is, a, is a repeat offender. He, 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 he just uses and dumps. He extracts what he can and then he releases and he has no feelings whatsoever. Sure. Well, we'd love to chat to you one of these days, Francis. I, I really... And, and the fact, and I mentioned it even before you've given us this last takeout is that a, 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 a fresh voice giving a different perspective, but also a neutral one, because you don't look at it as these individuals that favor somebody. Uh, you speak very glowingly of Patrice Motsepe, but you also you are there as well to warn and give the signs that let's not be one-dimensional. Um, and I love the choice of word that you're using with uh, describing Jenny Infantino as a repeat offender. Um, I think that's a very powerful takeout uh, that you leave us with here tonight. And uh, I, I really hope to chat to you soon. It's been fascinating. Uh, you know, social media has been a buzz with the conversation that's been going on, uh, including our WhatsApp voice note. So thank you so much indeed for the great insight uh, that you've given us here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Thank you for hosting me, Robert. Thank you. Thanks so much. Uh, that is Francis Gaitho, uh, who's the independent football professional journalist uh, coming through live from Kenya. And we're going to take it right here in South Africa because after a very short break, we bring Mninawa Ntlogo. Hashtag NSW. Good evening, MSW. Brarob. Hey, I just I just don't know because when you talk of, of FIFA presidents, isn't it that some the person who is going to take over the duties of uh, of presidents has got to have the knowledge of running the the entity, bro? But Mr. Motsepa never 
in, in NTT here. But I, I'd also question Mark, you know, about uh, the president of the uh, SADC, uh, the southern part, Mr. Chiangwa. They are all uh, business rich people, but uh, the administration part of it, mm, big question marks. But Rob, this is fire in PE. Hi, Rob. Uh, listening to your guest, Francis, if what he says is anything to go by, I fear for the worst. Um, this guy has been around, he knows his story. He's not beating about the bush. He hits it in the nail. So he knows what he's talking about. Um, if anybody adds anything to what this guy has just said, I think we are emotional. Uh, I think Motepe must rethink. I think he must well i guess it's late now it's late he's decided that he's gonna go for it i so wish he had a bit of time just to sit down and rethink this whole thing of him going for calf presidency my name is tabo thanks rob good evening good evening uh, robert marawa uh, for me i am sam kutase i think uh, mr patrice mutsipe is the great guy and that will take uh, the, the the football of Africa yeah, to another level and um, congratulations Mr. Mutsipe and uh, now is the time as uh, our uh, Tata used to say Mr. Mandela it is in our hands it's time to move on thank you very much uh, Robert what a lovely show thank you Sam Kutase Plumfordeng Wow, wow, wow. This is uh, Odysseus from Cape Town. Hi, Rob. Uh, that guy is a reservoir of African football. And it shows the shenanigans, the politics of world football. And uh, like he has said, I think uh, in Southern African uh, countries, we must guard uh, behind uh, Patrice Motsepe and support him uh, throughout uh, his tenure if he surely uh, gets uh, uh, the, the, the voice to be uh, the president of CAF. My goodness, football is really rotten from the top.